Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. All right, friends, and welcome. So what is new with me? Well, I broke my foot late last week, so that's new. I did not see that coming. I've had a good, long streak of not breaking any bones. Streak ended. This is my first break, which I think might mean I've been tiptoeing very prudently, very gently through life. You know, not untrue. When you're raised by an ER nurse and insurance agent, you can get pretty good at calculating and avoiding risk. I mean, physical risk. I should be clear. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) If I want to flip this situation into something positive, uh, I could speculate that this is ushering in a new era for me, right? One where I do things I've never done before, where my vibe gets a little more heedless, you know? Really just leaving it all out on the mat. I think it'd be pretty cool if that spin turned out to be true. I don't know, honestly, kind of going against a lifetime of conditioning here. I'll try it out, though. I'll see how it works. And a cute little funny coincidence uh, for Mother's Day, my husband gave me this print he'd customized. I actually put it on my Instagram story. It's a print. It's my face. Well, it's a generous interpretation of my face. I'll say that. But it's me sitting on the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones, like in fully appropriate kind of Queen of the North costume. Right? Very cool. Now, if you'll remember with me, Dave Grohl's rock throne, the one that he had made when he broke his leg, that throne looks like the Iron Throne. So, once again... My pretend best friend and I are lightly connected, like broken bone buddies this time. So maybe you're expecting me to spend the next 11 minutes or so giving you all of my, what I've been referring to as my white lady aha moments uh, about how much of a drag it is to have limited mobility and what a bummer it is to interact with our healthcare system. If you think that's what's coming. Calm down. I'm not going to do that. Do I have those thoughts about what a fucking pain in the ass it is to navigate the society with the slightest bit of disability? Yes, of course. I'm human. I have thoughts. Those are my thoughts. But I'm going to spare you the recitation of my awakening to the full extent of my healthy body privilege. Okay? (laughs) I'll simply say that I know some things now that I didn't know a week ago, and I will move forward from this moment with new awareness and empathy. Sound good? I mean, like, how annoying would it be if I just did a whole episode about how frustrating each little thing is? Like many of you, if not most of you, don't already freaking know all that from your own personal experience. I sincerely salute anyone who is dealing with any kind of mobility challenge or chronic condition or even just normal aging. This society isn't made for you, boo-boo, and that sucks. 
I've had to hobble a mile in your crutches and I've had an awakening. Trust that that happened. I get it as much as I can. And I promise I'll be much more grateful moving forward. This extra time spent with my foot elevated got me thinking. It got me thinking about some of the stuff that changed in how I live my life in response to like the whole pandemic endealment. And I was thinking in particular about things that are still affecting the way I live today, but for the better, like improvements to my life. I know, I know. I'm having a real big gratitude moment now. Let's all just enjoy it while it lasts. A few of those positive changes have made my couch time much more enjoyable. Did I go back like at the start of pandemic and start playing Animal Crossing obsessively? No. Uh, But mostly that's because I can't remember where I put my switch, honestly. Uh, And I don't currently have the agility to go through my office to find it. It was hard enough to hobble down the hall to get this episode recorded, to be honest. I know we're all committed to stuffing down our collective trauma from the pandemic at this point and acting like we didn't go through a global traumatic event that still continues to play out and reverberate to this day. If we acknowledge all of that and how it's messing with us, that wouldn't be super chill of us, would it? Mm -mm. However, that knowledge does occasionally sneak into my consciousness. The sheer weight of all that went down, and I think, man, I should probably do a little work to process that trauma. And then I think, nah, I'm good. And then I order something online. I'm just sharing facts here, people. If you feel called out by that little story, that's on you. I decided I'm going to give a shout out to a few of the Panduzel changes that were improvements over what was happening before. Starting off early in the whole mess, we upgraded and got an espresso coffee maker. I definitely rolled my eyes about this purchase because truly for that price, it should be performing sex acts practically. My mind was changed when I had my first cup from the machine. It was not a sex act, uh, but it's a really good cup of coffee. (laughs) It's a world of difference from my Keurig experience. It's coffee shop level quality, and I don't even have to leave my house. That's a dream. And I'm saying this about coffee shop level quality with my whole chest. And I live in the Pacific Northwest, which is coffee central. Like this coffee is that good. Props to Nespresso. I find the evolution of food delivery to be amazing. We all need to just acknowledge that, uh, like in 2019, it was just pizza and Chinese food, basically. And that's pretty much it that people were doing on the regular. Now you can get a Costco order delivered to your house in like two hours or less. I save more in eliminating impulse purchases. And here I'm looking at you, Target. Then I spend in delivery fees. Is this process perfect? You know, of course not. Grocery delivery especially seems to have a roll of the dice quality to it. I've gotten completely random things I didn't order. And I've had some less than stellar substitutions imposed on me. Like I even wonder sometimes, do you even eat food that you would think these are similar items? You know, it's a question. In particular, I'm remembering a rotten lettuce episode that I still have nightmares about. 
But in general, the grocery thing works. It keeps me out of the grocery store, which is amazing. Just show up at my door. Additionally, I want to say that I appreciate virtual meeting options. And I said options, okay? Like, don't freak out. I know people feel strongly about this. Yes, I completely agree that in-person meetings are better. Like, overall, you know, like there's no delay when you're speaking. It's not as distracting to be tempted to just check your email for a second or chat on the sly. In these in-person meetings, everyone has a solid grasp on the technology of the meeting, you know, like pens and paper. So there's none of that mess. So yeah, it's superior. I get that. But sometimes in-person isn't realistic or it's just easier to pop on a call for 15 minutes than it would be to trek across town or you just need to touch base with somebody clear across the country. It's the option that I think is cool. It's not one thing or the other. That's what I'm saying. It's great for faraway friends, for kids in college, to keep in touch with your family if you want to. It's just another way to connect and it's easy. It seems like We'd been heading for more virtual meetings for at least 10 years because I know when I was working in consulting, we were starting to do that. But then it seemed like a slow roll. And then we had this forced transition, right? This overnight thing. And I think it kind of has given people a place to focus their frustration by like hating virtual meetings and resisting learning the tech. Just a theory. Seems like folks who are really adamant about meeting in person can get a little heated on this topic. And I'm betting most of them are extroverts who just love meetings. Couldn't be me. That's what I'm saying. Online therapy and medical appointments are also posted in the win column. Making healthcare more accessible, removing barriers, that's all good. And that definitely accelerated during the pandemic. I'm super happy to see it. Let's see. In addition to the tech type stuff, I think this one I've mentioned before. Now, I know I've mentioned it before. During that time when we were admitting that we were in a pandemic, remember those few years where we don't now admit we're still in it? Okay. During that time, I got real clear on like self-care rituals. Um, I cleaned out some relationships that weren't serving me. And these actions, which I just mentioned, which aren't as simple as they sound, fully trust me on that, but they have continued to pay off by allowing me to be able to protect my peace. A big lesson that I had to learn during those difficult years was how to stay grounded and not get swept up by every little outrage or challenge that I face. Like now say something not so great comes up and I start to get whipped up. I mean, I'm, I'm still me. Okay. But before I completely like give into the freak out, I'm now able to pause and breathe and remember that I don't have to participate in every freak out I'm invited to. I'm allowed to think it over, decide applicability to my life, and decide how I want to proceed, not just react in the moment. That's a straight up gift that keeps on giving. I am a legit better person on the other side of the pandemic. Isn't that wild to hear? It's wild to admit. Calling back to the white lady aha moments I mentioned at the top of the show. I know not everyone weathered the storm. It cost everyone something, right? Yes, of course, I get that. 
And this is an and, not a but. And I have gratitude for some of the results of that time. Now, if we could just daylight some of that collective trauma I mentioned and deal with that as a society, that would be freaking marvelous. That's it for this week. Remember to be grateful, friends, even when you really have to look for it. Stay safe out there and enjoy the new Foo Fighters album out on June 2nd. <laughs>